Hey y'all, you're listening to Damsels in Detroit, the podcast all about women from the city that are killing it in their industries. I'm your host, Evan Webb. Each week, I invite a damsel to come on and talk with me about their life, careers, and why Detroit girls do it better. Hey y'all, we're back. Another episode of Damsels in Detroit. This is episode 48, question mark. I believe that's right. Um, And it's New Year's Eve. We are finally getting out of 2020. Thank God. <laughs> and walking into 2021. And I'm excited because today we're going to be talking about sustainability and eco-consciousness. So I'm sitting here with Gabrielle Robinson of Be Kind Detroit. And as you guys know, I'm going to read a little bit about her before we go into our questions. Gabrielle Robinson is the founder of Be Kind Detroit, an eco-conscious lifestyle brand that is committed to helping others cultivate a lifestyle of mindfulness, eco-friendly living, and kindness to our planet. Gabrielle is a Detroit native, and from an early age, she knew fashion was her purpose and passion. She majored in fashion merchandising at Wayne State University, and while working on her final project, Be Kind Detroit was born. Be Kind Detroit is now a little over a year old, and the brand has already made so many strides within the community, living by their motto, small changes, big impact. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. How are you? Good. Good. I just want y'all to know, Gabrielle looks super cute right now. I look very bummy. So she (laughs) is stepping into 2021 the right way, and I'm just here. (laughs) I should have did what you did. I kind of sort of tried. You cute. How's it going? Good, good. Ready for the new year? Yes. I was going to say, if you had to use a word to sum up 2020 for you, what would it be? Chaos. Okay. <laughs> That's In fair. the best way, though. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just like personal, business-wise, or? A little bit of both. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really business. Mm-hmm. Really just trying to figure it all out and balance it all out it was definitely a learning year Mm -hmm. so I know going into 2021 like what I need to do and what processes I need to put in place okay that's Mm -hmm. good Mm -hmm. that's not as bad as I thought you I feel like I've been looking at everybody's photo dumps today and everybody literally is starting off with like this was a horrible year (laughs) but here are 10 nice pictures of me and I'm like you know what I'll accept this yeah (laughs) I don't think it was all super bad you just had to like go within and look at yourself Mm -hmm. and that's that's when it got hard because we had to like face ourselves right in lockdown yeah Mm -hmm. I was really I've been thinking about that too like I don't know why that seems like it was so long ago but it wasn't it's like no you were in the house a couple months ago Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. that was not a year ago that was like six to eight months ago I know it was a long time I know okay well I have lots of questions for you so Let's get started. Okay. So my first one is, you started Be Kind Detroit while working on your final project at Wayne State. So can you talk about how how the idea came to you? Okay. So the idea started, I'll say, once I started to be like more minimal. Mm-hmm. And so I was going through my closet, going through literally everything and just tossing it all or donating it um if it didn't serve me any purpose or it didn't make me happy or if it didn't fit or anything I just didn't want to have anything to do with it Mm -hmm. because getting dressed it shouldn't be hard and just you should just go pick some stuff and put it on and Mm -hmm. I like to make sure everything is kind of like a capsule wardrobe okay so that's where it all started being more minimal Mm -hmm. and then in school we had a couple courses that talked about how 
the fashion industry was in correspondence to like the environment and yeah. how it was harmful. And I was like, oh, yeah. and I was in school for a long time until <laughs> and we just started talking about that when I was about to graduate. And I'm mm-hmm. like, why are we just now talking about this? Like I knew it was bad, but I didn't know it was like that bad. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, what can I do? Me loving fashion and mm-hmm. wanting to have my own business and wanting to come out brand and want to empower people. Well, what can I do? So then we start researching materials and fabrics and um, we watched a couple documentaries. And then that's when I was like, okay, yeah, it's like right in my face. Like you can't not see it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, let's come up with something where it's things you could just fit into your wardrobe. You don't have to find something to put with it. So okay. I came out with a couple of different pieces that you could just mix into what you already have at home mm-hmm. and kind of like a capsule wardrobe. And I was like, okay, name, we need a name. And mm-hmm. so I was like, okay, we need to be kind to each other, but we still need to be kind to the environment. I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. I'm like, be kind Detroit. Yeah. And so that's where it started. And, um, for that project, I came up with um, a lot of apparel, but once I actually started the business, mm-hmm. um, I had less apparel and focused on more like lifestyle pieces, um, like produce bags, steel straws, mm-hmm. market bags, tote bags, things like that. So um, I guess that was the long answer <laughs> of long how answer it started. Yeah. Um, so back to this capsule wardrobe. Mm-hmm. I sh- so I also purge a lot of stuff. I purge a lot of clothes, but I still end up having a lot of stuff left. And then I'll go back a couple months later and be like, okay, you probably should have thrown or not thrown it out, but like donated that with the other stuff. But how many pieces would you say you have in your capsule wardrobe? And then what does that consist of? So I aspire to have a capsule wardrobe, okay. but I feel like my main wardrobe is literally t-shirts and jeans because mm-hmm. I just love t-shirts and jeans mm-hmm. so far as pieces I have a lot of pieces but everything I have I wear okay. so I don't have a f- number okay um and when I get home I'm gonna go through more things <laughs> and donate but um it's just really t-shirts yeah. and jeans and then jackets and okay. like cardigans to kind of like accessorize mm-hmm. and like shoes yeah. So that's like the bulk of it. And then I just like mix and match. I feel like I'm more so work, work on like a color palette. Okay. And I know if I have these colors, I could just pick anything yeah. and put it on and it's going to make sense mm-hmm. and like look right. So I'm not like stressed out in the morning. Like, yeah. I'm not going anywhere now, but like, right. you know, it's a lot easier. So yeah. I like to work in like whites, blacks, mm-hmm. tans, nudes, like greens, yes. like. Those type of colors. That is where my mindset is at right now, too. I used to not, I used to be the total opposite. I'm like, give me all the colors, all the prints. I want to mix and match all this stuff. But I think because I was doing that for so long, and now when I look back at pictures, I'm just like, wow, you had a lot going on. <laughs> and like, what were you trying to do? You were just like, oh, all of these things are in trend right now. Watch me wear all of them at mm-hmm. the same time. <laughs> so now I like, like you said, very minimal pieces. I like to like spice it up with the shoe mm-hmm. or the jewelry or I guess since I have hair now. Yes. The hair. hair. <laughs> yes. The hair is happening over here the today. Hair is happening. Yes. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I admire people that have very small closets and they just always look bomb on 
the time. I'm not there fully. Yeah, oh, one it's day. A, it's a it's a process. It's, it's a, a process. journey, and I feel like I'm forced into it now with like my closet space. Mm-hmm. I I don't have a lot of closet closet space, so yeah. I have to like really be mindful of mm-hmm. everything I have, and like I have a thing with shoes. Okay, and they're just it's taken. I finally got a shoe rack after being in my place for two years. And I'm like, wow, this is so nice. Mm-hmm. This is so nice. I just had shoes literally. I leave my shoes everywhere. I'm like, oh, well. Because that's the first thing I kick off when I come in the door. Mm-hmm. So they're just behind the couch, on the rug, in my room. And I'm just like, you don't want to organize? They need a home. Wanna, they need a home. Mm-hmm. So now they have a home. And it's so nice. I need to do that. Yeah. And it holds a lot of The one I got was like. I think it's eight tiers. Oh. So it holds a it holds a lot. It's a lot of shoes. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> so what does sustainability and eco consciousness look for, like look like for you in your everyday routine? That's a great question because some people make you feel bad and like you're not yes. doing enough or that's not where I am. Mm-hmm. I feel like you just have to Wherever you are, just start there. And, you know, I like to, like, shop within my closet. Like, you know, go through everything. Like, pull it all out. Look at it. And, like, mm-hmm. see what you have before you go out and, you know, buy That's other something. things. Um, but I would just, you know, start small and start where you are. And um, not overthink it. Don't feel bad. Because it's just a journey and it's a process mm-hmm. uh, for everybody. And I think... It will really click when people like research it okay, and like really see numbers and like see the um, effects that it will have on you. So, yeah, I, th- I think that's that's so where I am. Are you like really big on recycling? Do you are you one of those people that when you go out to the grocery store, you always have your own bags? OK, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I was going to say. Like, that's where you could start, like take your own bags to the store. Mm-hmm. And it's so much easier anyway because you yeah. can put a whole bunch of stuff in there. Right. Um, I'm like, um, I always like go to stores and like flip the tag and like look to see like what is made out of, okay. or um, I just like to see what stuff is made out of. I like to go on websites and see like mission statements mm-hmm. or like what they're doing and um. Yeah, I like to research. Okay. Yeah, I'm a researcher. Yeah, that's one of the questions <laughs> I have for you. Um which I'll ask, not now, but in a second. Um, Just like when you're shopping with other brands, like how you decide this is who I want to spend my money with versus this is who I don't want to spend my money with. But when you're flipping tags over, are there any things that like stick out to you and you're like, no, I can't have this in my life anymore. Like this doesn't align with my lifestyle. Yeah, probably polyester because polyester is just plastic and it's just... Not a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. There used to be, I feel like old TV shows used to always make jokes about polyester and I never understood it, but I wonder if that's why. Maybe. Because <laughs> I didn't know it was plastic until mm-hmm. like I took a fabric class and we talked about the synthetic fibers and the natural fibers, but mm-hmm. I just like all natural fibers because it it looks better on you anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, It feels better, especially if you have like sensitive skin or anything. Okay. It's better for you, like, especially little kids, mm-hmm. you want to get them, you know, organic cotton or at least cotton, but it's still sprayed with something. But, you know, it's just better for them, too. Like, you know, when you're little, a lot of kids have eczema or right. sensitive skin. Mm-hmm. 
that could help too. Yeah, the that's fabrics that they put on their skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. I guess because everybody is quick to buy babies' clothes, but maybe I don't know. I guess you should be like, no, my baby can't wear polyester. Please that's what I'll say. <laughs> Please just stick to gift cards. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so what would you say to people that feel like? living more sustainably is expensive or unattainable. Cause I feel like that's how a lot of people think, especially when it comes to clothing. Like you look at <coughs> brands like I'm just throwing names out there, like Everlane, how they have, I mean, granted there was some stuff that came out about them over the summer, but <laughs> I think people look at them and they're like, Oh, um, you know, they have this great mission statement. They talk about the pro like the fibers and things that they use, but their stuff, it's not super expensive, but I still feel like for the average person, that's not where they would go just to go buy a pair of jeans or mm-hmm. buy a shirt because they're like $40, $50. So what would you say to people that have that mindset? I would say it's all about quality too. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're paying a higher price point for this pair of denim, but it's going to fit better. It's going to last better. You're going to look better mm-hmm. too. So you won't have to keep repurchasing like, yeah, if you go to, like, Forever 21 or, like, Zara or Fashion Nova, yes, at a cheaper price point, mm-hmm. but it's not going to last you long because it's not set up to last you long. They want you to repurchase because it's not going to last long, and the process it, it goes through is not good. The mm-hmm. people that make it do not get treated well they, at they all. They don't, yeah. and is it goes all the way back to that education piece. Like, mm-hmm. if you don't know, you don't know. Right. And they don't put it out there. They just want you to buy, 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 sell, 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 consumerism. So um, I would just say to research, and it's all about quality. And in the long run, you're going to save money right? buying, you know, a better quality piece mm-hmm. than a cheaper piece right because it's not gonna fit when you right. wash it it's gonna shrink mm-hmm. and you or, know yeah just feel differently oh yeah um but I agree because I feel like especially with jeans I used to be like well first I used to hate wearing jeans and then that changed mm-hmm. but you know like you go to forever 21 or wherever and you get these $20 pair of jeans you're like oh my god so great you wear them a couple times you have a hole in them or they, they don't shrunk. Fit they don't fit anymore yeah. or they're super thin. Like my biggest gripe I think is how thin things feel or like I don't hate Zara, but I don't love Zara. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a couple of things from there, but I feel like every time I go in there, the price point and the quality does not align to me at all. Everything is see-through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everything feels like paper thin. I think the only luck I really had with them is like, jackets i feel like they do yeah a good job with jackets with the other stuff i'm like why would i pay you 70 dollars for this one that i know and that information is out there like y'all don't pay your people anything mm-hmm. <laughs> you have horrible ethics but it just i don't know it's very frustrating and yeah you do have to keep buying those things over and yeah. over again versus like okay if i drop all of that money that I probably was going to spend on multiple things here on this mm-hmm. one thing that I'm going to have for years, it is a better investment. It is. Mm-hmm. It's just all an investment. Mm-hmm. And then that goes back to only having stuff that you actually love and that yeah. you actually wear. And then, you know, like finding a personal style. So then you could like, you know, always have stuff that you want to wear right. in your closet. But it's hard because you see like bloggers and like YouTubers, um, you know, throwing stuff at you all the time like mm-hmm. ooh, you need this you need this and I'm like ooh, that is cute but right. I'm like no I can't because I know the 
like ethics of the brand or like what they're doing mm-hmm. and the fabric and stuff. So I get it. It's hard. Yeah. Do you hard. have a piece that you like invested in that you absolutely love? Like you're so happy with your purchase? Um, I feel like all of my denim. Okay. Like every single pair. Mm-hmm. I love it. Like once I started working at Maywell, mm-hmm. I was like, yes, yeah, this is it. Like all the jeans fit so good. Yeah. Um, the denim jackets. I love denim. Mm-hmm. Like just give me a denim jacket, a white t-shirt, some jeans, and some like white sneakers. I'm like, yeah, good I'm to happy. go. Yeah. <laughs> like I can wear it every single day. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, fun fact: me and Gabby worked at Maywell together. We did. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was the brand that like changed my mind about jeans too. Because you literally would never catch me in them. I was always dress skirts all mm-hmm. of this but then working there you have to wear jeans um or denim of some sort yeah. so yeah but I'm, it fits good it fits well I have had a few pair where I have worn them to the ground and that's why they ripped I'm like there is nothing with the company it's me wearing <laughs> these like 24 hours a day mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that just goes to show it's good stuff it's good stuff and I have fair trade too yes there yes um and some of the jeans I like dyed with shrimp shells or something like that i can't remember what they're they told pretty us. good yeah 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 i was like I, I feel proud to say that i used to work there and like i still feel confident in my um denim fitting abilities mm-hmm. so if people need help yep. <laughs> i'm always like i can help you pick jeans out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah good times um can you talk about the products that you currently offer at be kind detroit Yes. So far as apparel, we have a couple different um, T-shirts that are all made out of organic cotton, mm-hmm. fair trade certified. Um, the screen printing uses a water-based ink, so it cuts okay. down on the chemicals. Um, I recently just came out with a um, sweatshirt, and it's 100% organic cotton mm-hmm. and recycled polyester with like a fleece lining. And I tested that out for a year okay. before I, like, put it out there. So it's a great sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. So that's the apparel. Um, then we have some, like, lifestyle products. So we have tote bags, um, market bags, uh, steel straws, mm-hmm. produce bags, little coffee mugs. Um, and I think that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. it for now. Like, I think so. Yeah. That's what I remember seeing online. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. to have something become certified fair trade, what does it have to go through? Or, like, what requirements does it have to meet? So for uh, fair trade, so the facility that whatever product is getting made in, they mm-hmm. have to be up to a certain standard. Okay. So the building has to be up to code. Um, it can't be any hazardous things laying around going on. Okay. Um, all the employees are getting paid a fair wage, so they're not working for, like, pennies a day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not fabric on the floor. Um, it's just a nice, clean environment to work in. Okay. Um, and then organic cotton, for that to be certified organic cotton, it's just unprocessed. It's untouched. It's unharmed. No pesticides or chemicals are sprayed on okay. it. And it's... Um, better for the environment too because mm-hmm. nothing is going up into the environment any chemicals okay mm-hmm. so is it hard to find a manufacturer that's certified yeah yes. that sounds I mean it sounds simple because these are simple things that yeah. you feel like everybody should have like you shouldn't have somebody working in a place where there's 
chemicals all in the air and they can't breathe. You shouldn't have, be paying people pennies for making clothes all day. Like right. you would think this yeah. is so simple, but <laughs> it was so hard to like find all of these things and um, for them to actually be able to, you know, get it done. So everything is um, like small batches. Mm-hmm. So it's not, you know, a overload on anybody and it's not, you know, too much going out into the environment okay. um, by, you know, making these garments. So it was definitely a process. It was a lot of researching. Um, I took an extra course to, like, get some um, help with, like, manufacturing and Mm -hmm. finding sources. So that was helpful. But it's very, very hard to find that. And you're like, all you want to do is just get a nice shirt. Just just a nice shirt. But, yeah, (laughs) so simple. But. So did you go through a bunch and, like, have samples made and then finally you were are the people that or this is a company that I would like to go through or I don't know how do you even choose so I went through a couple different um people um mm-hmm. when I first started out and um I work with a local woman in Ferndale and she helped me um you know find some sources and we um went through her for a while and then I had to like just expand but I love the quality of that shirt, so I kind of just go straight to them now, okay. and they just do everything um, for me. Okay. So it took a while. I feel like I just now got, like, a hang of it, and I just now, like, figured it all out. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm really happy with the quality. Um, it feels really good. Um, it's pre-shrunken. It's, it gets softer as you wash it, mm-hmm. so... I'm just all about quality. Yeah. So that was my biggest thing. I tested so many mm-hmm. and tried so many different companies, and I, like, I got it now. Yeah. Got this, this, this is, is it. Yeah. I like my shirts. I got some from you. Was that this year? Last? Who knows? It could be. <laughs> <laughs> I knows? think it might have been, like, early. Okay. Pre, pre-lockdown? pre I think so. Either way. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I really like my shirts. Um especially my green one. I feel like I wear that one the most. Yeah. And I have worn it like outside, like as an outfit. I've wear it in the house, like Mm -hmm. to lounge in. I've worn it to sleep. Like it gets me through a lot. So Yeah. (laughs) They're comfortable. It is really comfortable. Mm -hmm. It's a nice fit. Yes. And it's like, honestly, probably one of the nicer t-shirts that I own. Thank you. So I just wanted to let you know that. Thank you. (laughs) Um, well, I asked you that question already. Okay. What would you say some of the major differences are between, and I guess that is part of the research process, but between starting a brand that is more eco-conscious versus a fast fashion one? So I know there's a lot of boutiques out there, <gasps> and we love a boutique. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I know that there's not a lot of research being done about how we can help the environment when these boutiques are started. Mm-mm. So I just want to know. <laughs> I feel like everything is different. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I think of like the whole process, like from <clears throat> the factory all the way until when the customer gets whatever I'm selling. Okay. So I'm like, okay, the factory, I got that down. That's fair trade. Like they're good. Everything is good there. Okay. So then when I get it and they're coming in and they're about to purchase, I get, like a recycle, um, recycle brown bags, mm-hmm. 
if I ship things out, I use recycle mailers. Um, if it's bigger items, I just recycle boxes that I have at okay. home. Um, it's harder for me to just put anything out there. I can't just right. Be like, put oh, it I out there. Do a skirt. Yeah. yeah. Like, no. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted to do like beanies. Okay. This winter, yeah, it was a struggle. Mm-hmm. Like, it was so hard. I went to like do it locally, but everybody used polyester okay. for their hats, and I'm like, well, one, that's not good for hair, hair you right. know, like no like hair, yeah, <laughs> and polyester. I'm like, no, that's plastic. I can't use that. And so mm-hmm. then I found something I like, but they don't like roll up. Okay, and I didn't want just like a, a flat hat. Yeah, so I'm like. <laughs> Okay. I'm like, you know what? It's fine. Mm -hmm. This is fourth quarter. I'm not even going to, no. So that's just one part of it. Mm -hmm. Like people want these things, but I'm like, if I can't get them the way they should be done, I'm Mm -hmm. not going to do it. Like I've been working on like some apparel that Mm -hmm. will be coming out next year, but it's been a process to like get it done. I can't just, you know, buy wholesale and like resale. Right. I don't want to do that, mm-hmm. and that's just not me. So yeah. I'm, like, designing stuff. Never thought I would design stuff, but I'm, like, designing stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm, like, I got to get this done. And it takes so much longer to do it, like, the right way and, like, small batches and work locally, and that's just my main thing I'm working on for, like, the next few months, like, okay. getting that together. But it's just it just takes everything a little bit longer yeah. to do it, like, consciously. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like that you're putting that extra effort in. And I think that just goes to show that you care and that you really are standing behind your mission. Like, you're not just saying, I care about the environment. Yeah. Buy my stuff. It's like, no, I really care. And, like, all of these products show that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank (laughs) you. I can't wait. Yeah. So what are some other things? You said you want to do hats. But, like, any other things that you want to make yeah so since it's like almost done Mm -hmm. so I'm like working on a jumpsuit okay because I love jumpsuits it's more so kind of like a utility suit okay so you could kind of like yes Mm -hmm. so you could kind of you know dress it up dress it down Mm -hmm. but that's just like a piece that is just kind of easy to just mash into your wardrobe and it's going like a neutral color um so that's coming out small batches but I want to work on that and like a little like play suit type thing. Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's the two things. Okay. I want to do a tote bag. Okay. Like a vegan leather tote bag. Ooh. So, because I'm just thinking like all the pieces I like yes. and that are functional mm-hmm. for like that everyday person. So, um, yeah, I just want to make life easier mm-hmm. for you, whether it's going shopping, running errands, or like getting dressed. Right. So I can yeah. see the tote bag for sure. Oh, yeah. And like a nice brown. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I see it. Yep. So I'm researching. Yeah. <laughs> working on it. Okay. Yeah. Yay. Well, let me know when you have samples available. Mm-hmm. I'll yep. model. Yes. <laughs> Pre-sale. <laughs> How would you say your background in fashion merchandising has helped you on this journey? So um, I feel like it helped in every single way mm-hmm. like possible, especially the visual piece um because I'm very visual like I'm a visual person and when it comes to like merchandising it's just telling a story through like your product or like whatever service you sell 
And that is just the best part for me. Because when people, like, walk into the store, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, it feels so calm and, like, comfortable and, like, just easy to navigate. And I'm like, thank you. Mm-hmm. That is what we were going for. And I just have it, you know, laid out where it, it makes sense. And, you know, if things aren't moving in a certain spot, then you, like, move them or refold them or, like, you know, mm-hmm. word it a different way. But I feel like... All of my retail experience and uh, my fashion merchandising degree, it helped so much Mm -hmm. because a lot of things just don't come naturally when you like doing things like, you know, what I'm doing. But um, yeah, it helped. Yeah, it helped a lot. Traffic flow is very important in a store. It is. Because I don't know if you've ever been to, like, you go to one Target and you assume that the other Target is going to be set up the same. I know. <laughs> and it's not. And it's not. And you'd be like, no, when I walk in, clothes should be to the left. Yes. Shoes should be to the right. Wh- who made this mistake? Yes. <laughs> y- yes. I go to specific Targets because I yeah. just know how to, like, navigate. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be in there anyway. One, but but now that I'm here, I'm here, <laughs> and I can't turn back now. I can't. Ooh, Target is a bad place. I did not mean to go last week. I promise you, my car just <laughs> led me there. I stopped driving, and I was like, "Why am I in this parking lot?" No, literally, <laughs> it's just it just sucks you in. Yeah, I went every day, like two weeks ago when I was like moving. Oh, okay. I was there like oh every day because I kept forgetting stuff, and then you like get home and you're like, "Oh, you need this," but. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense. It's like something. Yeah. They have a hold on me for sure because I don't know why I feel like that's the only place I can go to for a paper towel. Like It is. Every place sells <laughs> paper towel. I mean, you don't have to get it from here. Yes. You don't. I like to like trick myself into going grocery shopping there. I'm like, okay. oh, I could just go grocery shopping here. But then I end up in like the mug section or like well, you, the towel It's on section. the way. It's on it the way. It is. <laughs> like you have to go down to get... You might as well just stop. Target is so bad. It's bad. It is. I only spent like twenty some dollars in it oh, the last time I went though. That's really good. Thank you. I was so that's proud like of really good. <laughs> that's because I didn't need to be in there. So I like that was the day that I just ended up there. There just somehow. because. Okay, that's really so good. I was like, well, I guess I'll just get some wine. Yeah. And then I was like looking around, trying to like make excuses. I was like, what do you? Well, don't you need? And I was like, no, you I don't. actually don't need this. I left. $20. $20. That was the first time I've ever done that. I'm going to have to tell some people about that. $20. 20. That's so good. Maybe like 22 Maybe closer to 30 but still. No. And I my, feel like anything under 100 Yes. That's good. My minimum is usually 80 Yeah. Yep. Like 75 to 80 Yep. And mm-hmm. I just walk out with one bag. Happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad. Why do they? Uh, there needs to be like, do you think somebody did some research on why? people feel that way about target probably they probably have that's something i could google later yeah <laughs> yeah it does i'm gonna look it up <laughs> yeah it's something it is maybe it's like the smell or like the, like disney world yeah or like the colors like maybe red just draws you yeah. they do have good lighting they do yeah they maybe do. it's that mm-hmm. or like the popcorn smell when you walk yep. in yep starbucks is there yeah it's too many key places it there <laughs> <laughs> we just named like four things that has to be why. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, so when you're shopping with other brands, like I mentioned before, I was going to ask you this, but what, one, what are some brands that you like 
love that you're absolutely like I have to tell everybody about this like they make great products and they also like have a great mission statement and then what are you looking for specifically when you're shopping so some brands that I like so surprisingly I haven't been buying that much okay in the last year or so I've just been like at home like just shop in my closet Mm -hmm. but if I do shop so denim I like Madewell Mm -hmm. um I really like their jeans their denim um and some of their clothing items Mm -hmm. um I will go to um locally good neighbor okay they have a lot of like it's just a curated Mm -hmm. mindful it is sustainable clothing store Mm -hmm. for men and women um, I really like them because you can find different brands and like yeah. try different brands that um, are not locally but are in there. So you could, you know, try them on, mm-hmm. see how they feel. So I really love them. Um, I like Whimsy and Row. Okay. They have really cute stuff. I haven't shopped with them. Yeah, it's really cute. Um, Vita. So Vita is really cool. It's like a capsule wardrobe mm-hmm. and it's really interesting because you could buy the whole wardrobe okay. for like a certain amount. Oh. Or you could buy like each piece, but it's like okay. she comes out with with them um, a couple times a year, mm-hmm. not too many, but it's a really good idea. That is a good. So idea. you could like see all the pictures. You gotta go to the website okay. so you could like see it all and how it's like um, marketed is just so easy and clean. It's not a lot of bright colors, so it's just like you know timeless pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, is that V I D A V E V E V E T T A? Okay. Yes. Um, let me see another. Oh, I like Matt the label. Those mm-hmm. are like nice and cozy, mm-hmm. you know, like basics. Um, uh, another local brand like um, not sorry, cause they like upcycle. I love and them. I just love them too. Diamond was on the show. Yeah, Hi, I love Diamond. Hey girl. <laughs> hey Diamond. Um, yeah, I got their jacket on right now. I'll um, do you. Mm-hmm, so cute. cute. Um, but let me see. I think those are like all the places I kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, Aritzia have some brands within their store that um are sustainable. Okay, so if you like look in there, um, I was Did on their website. Did they just start doing that? Because I feel like I feel like it's kind of more recent. Okay, yeah. Because when I was at the Maywell in Somerset, I would walk in there sometimes, and I'm like, again, feeling like how I felt with Zara. Something the math is not mathing. <laughs> yeah, no, their stuff is good. Okay. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, it's like thick. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they have a good selection of um denim too. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to revisit them because yeah. I was like just thinking about that, and that was years ago, so it very well could have changed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, okay. so yeah, those are a couple brands. And then when I like when I go inside, I'm always like looking at labels, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, what is this made out of? And some stores I won't even go in because I already know, but um. I just, like, look at the label, see what it's made out of. If I'm shopping, like, online, I, like, read their mission statement or, like, mm-hmm. what they're doing, um, if they're giving back or, you know. Yeah. Just, like, what they're up to mm-hmm. or are they just selling. And right. you got to be aware of, like, that greenwashing, like, H&M. Yes. How they say they're doing something but yes. they're not doing something. So that's kind of tricky. Yeah. There was – um, and I was still going H&M. Yeah. But I know, I like, I'm going in there with a mindset of, like, I know that mm-hmm. this is not the best place to shop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm, like, not going to beat myself up about it. It's, like, we already know what the deal is, yeah. okay? But it's right here, so we're just going to go in. Mm-hmm. But there's a documentary called 
the true cost. Oh, yeah. And that was when I first started learning about, like, how horrible the fashion industry mm-hmm. is. Yeah. And H&M is, like, one of the worst companies or was. I don't know. Still is. Yeah. I don't know what they've been doing I, now, but. Yeah. They try. Well, they're trying to try. Yeah. But. Yeah. I've donated clothes to them once because they were like, get 15% off or whatever. But I'm just like, what y'all do with these clothes? That's a whole nother. <laughs> what y'all really mm-hmm. do with these? Because y'all just be dumping them behind the register. And I don't really believe that they're going to a good place. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's a whole nother thing. Mm-hmm. Like, where are the clothes going? And like, in that documentary, you see they just like pile up mm-hmm. in like another country and it's just so sad. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes it difficult, too, because, yes, you should donate. You don't want to just throw clothes in the trash. I'll give a lot of stuff to friends. Like, yeah. just let them, you know, pick and choose. But I guess, like, thrift stores can have too much inventory as yeah. well. Yeah. Because I was thinking so, about that, too. Yeah. I was like, okay, so after, like, once it end up at the thrift store, okay, so then what happens? Right. If nobody wants it there. Mm-hmm. And... We were talking about it in class one time, and it, like, ends up in, like, another country. Yeah. But that country, wherever they decide to take it, they have too many right. just random boxes of clothes. So then they try to, like, bring it back here, and it's just – then they just, like, throw them yeah. and, like, set it on fire or something. And it's just – Wasteful, horrible, is, polluting. It is, it is. And that's, like, the dark part mm-hmm. of the whole – situation and yeah. i'm like oh, I, know. I hate to talk about that part yeah but it's like oh. and then you like think so hard and so deep into it then you like feel bad and i'm yeah because like, then it becomes like and i was talking about this on my story the other day but like do you hoard or do you purge and if you purge like we're just talking about okay what if nobody wants these jeans that i just donated but i, I know that they're going to end up somewhere Something. where they shouldn't belong so should i just keep them but then I'm going to buy more stuff. Yeah. And I'm going to want to give that stuff away. As I'm, so it's just. It is. It's, it's a cycle. Much. <laughs> I try to just like, okay, what can I do? Like mm-hmm. right now, right here, and just kind of leave it. Because then it's like. Because yeah. I like to give stuff to like my family mm-hmm. or friends. I'm like, just here. Right. Just, take it. I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, I still thought about like, the thrift store. Like, well, what, you know, yeah. after that? And. It's just consumerism. They're like, bye, 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 bye. I wish that there, and this might be, like, too futuristic, but I wish there was, like, a, you know how they have those random boxes in parking lots that you can donate stuff Mm -hmm. to, which I don't feel like those are good either. But I wish it was just a machine where, like, if I put something in there, it would just break all of the stuff down and, like, into big old balls of, like, thread or yarn. Mm -hmm. And then you could take that to, like, a company and they can and make they more can, stuff yeah. and i know there are machines like that but i just wish they were more accessible because i think that would be so much yeah. easier that's a great idea yeah you should all right i'm that. gonna trade make it because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's a great idea yeah like i think that would just make so much more sense then we wouldn't have to feel so bad about like well i know everybody don't think about that but like me and you for <laughs> oh yeah i think way too i'm yeah. like <laughs> constantly overthinking yep mm-hmm um okay so we talked about your online shop and how you have all of these things that you're offering but where can people shop in person so i'm at the rust belt market um in ferndale 
on Saturday and Sunday. Okay. Um, Saturday, 11 to 7, and then Sunday, 11 to 6. So you could come in person, mm-hmm. touch and feel. Okay. Um, talk to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ask me questions. And um, just to get to see everything. And it's really nice yeah. to, like, come in person and just see everything, see the space, mm-hmm. get a feel for, like, the overall brand and like check out the other local yeah um artists at the market i haven't been in there in so long i need to go back yeah it's a lot of stuff like around every single corner Mm -hmm. and um it's new pop-ups that come up you know every um weekend or every other weekend so it's always something new to like look at okay Mm -hmm. i just had another question i just forgot it i just forgot my (laughs) question oh my gosh do you want to like expand to other places? Do you want to keep it like small right now? Do you feel like that would be like too much to try to have to be in like multiple locations <laughs> every week? Yeah, I want to keep that space I have okay. for you know until I like really outgrow it. I feel like I'm already kind of outgrowing mm-hmm. it, but I want to keep that space because I like the community there and like the environment and it's a good energy. So I like that space, but I do want to um, expand to, like, other stores mm-hmm. to, like, just have, like, you know, a little section for me, yeah. like, there. Um, and I also want to have, like, a mobile situation because mm-hmm. that was what I was going to do the beginning of this year. But the opportunity at the Rust Belt came up, and I was like, okay, let's mm-hmm. just be here. But I would like a mobile situation to like go wherever the people are and uh just do like pop-ups there Mm -hmm. i think that'd be fun especially once it get warmer yeah yeah so you've been in the rust belt for how long now um almost a year okay yeah because i did like pop-ups and then i got a permanent spot june july okay like end of june early july Mm -hmm. well it was a good 2020 it was event it wasn't all bad. Yes. It was just a lot of learning mm-hmm. and going with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so did you have to apply or did they like approach you? So you could go on their website okay. and like apply and like pick like the weekend that you want to be there. Mm-hmm. And then um, if it's like a good fit, if they have the space, then they'll like reach back out to you. Okay. And then you pop up and it's fun. Yeah. yeah. You were also on the news. I was. This year. I was. And that was fun. It was. <laughs> I felt really good yeah. about like going into that interview because mm-hmm. I had practice. Okay. And um, that's another little thing I took out of this year. You got to like invest in your business. And um, I got me like a business coach. Okay. So we got through that like literally. Monday, me and her talked about, like, brand messaging. And mm-hmm. then that Wednesday, I got the phone call. It'd be on the news Aww. that Sunday. Aww. So I was, like, prepped yes. and ready to go. I'm like, oh, got this. Love. I'm like, I-, I know how to talk yeah. about it. So it was good. Yeah. I was nervous. No, you did a good job. Oh, thank you. You did a good job. Thank I was you. like, she's speaking to her business very well, which I think is important to, like, I know everybody talks about like the elevator pitch, but it is important because people's attention spans are just not. Yeah, it's not there. No, it's not. (laughs) Mine's is not there. I was about to say, including (laughs) me, because I don't know at what point it started (laughs) to to dismantle, but it's it's not good. Yeah, no, it's not. No, I was like, okay, I got a couple minutes. Let me Mm -hmm. hit the points and yeah. How many times did you watch it? 
Uh, actually, not that many. Okay. Because I'm like, I don't want to hear myself Aww. talk. I don't want to see myself talk. But um, I watched it a few times. Okay. Like, it it wasn't. It was kind of like pre-recorded a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, we shot it live, but um, it didn't air until like later that day. Later that day. Yeah. So I like flew home, and we were like <laughs> watching. We were like, when is it coming on? And I was like. I'm like looking at myself with like, one eye open. Yes, I'm like, but it was good. Yeah, you did good, and you looked cute. Oh, thank so, you. Well, I hope you decide to listen back to this. No, I'm gonna listen. This is good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So 2021, thank the Lord, it's coming. Yes. So, what are some goals outside of the other products that you plan on launching? Um, and it can be personal or business wise, but. What are some goals that you have for 2021? Mm, I would say finding balance. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing when to turn off okay. work. Um, building a team. I want to like build a team so I don't have to do everything by myself. Mm-hmm. It would be nice to have a partner too. But if I had a team, okay. that would be good. So a team, resting, um, health. I want to get back to doing my yoga and okay. um finding like a routine kind of like a like a groove yeah quiet time in the morning mm-hmm. yeah just taking care of my health yeah <laughs> that's good that's mm-hmm. important mm-hmm. and those aren't like I don't know I'm so like not scared but because I don't know what this next year is about to look like so I'm just like let me not get too hype right <laughs> no yeah back in the exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> Like, we like me, cruising right. in. Don't be like, this is my year. This is, hold on. Yep. <laughs> just yep. relax. We just going to go in. You can say that in maybe like March or yes. so. We need to just see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Put not, your toe in the water. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. We're not going to dive in. Right. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-mm. Okay. So what does it mean for you to be a damsel in Detroit? I would say it means um, just like walking until like the unknown mm-hmm. and just doing you and not thinking about it. Um, it'll all work out. I, I just don't even worry about stuff anymore. I'm yeah. like, Oh, it'll work out. It'll be fine. Like if you know you're doing what you're supposed to do, like walking in your purpose, everything will just work out for you. You just got to trust yourself. Yeah. And that was a big thing this year. Trusting yeah. and everything else will follow. Yes. Yeah. Just trust. How, did you learn to trust yourself or what advice would you give to someone that is struggling with that? Um, I mean, I still struggle mm-hmm. with it, but I just do it because I know if I don't, it's just going to prevent me from getting ahead or getting yeah. to where I want to be. So I just got to do it. And then when I look back, I'm like, oh, you should have did that a lot earlier and mm-hmm. just just trust yourself. Like, because you, you know, like no one else have to know but you. Just believe in yourself and just go on. It'll work. That's real. Yeah. Good advice. Yes. Note it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And lastly, where can people connect with you on social and on the web? So, business wise, um, www.bekinddetroit.com. Everything is there. Um, Instagram is bekind underscore Detroit. And then my personal page, or lack thereof. <laughs> you post sometimes. Yeah, ooh, sometimes. I'm going to get better. That's another one. Okay. Um, I'll hold you to it. Please. 
<laughs> is uh, Gabrielle Robinson XO on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. So perfect. Yes. Well, thank you. Thank you. First podcast down. We yes, did it. I did. Now you this can, is good. Thank you. Now yeah. you can go on to talk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got to pop bottles now. We do, right? You got a bottle popping sound. Okay. I, I like the one. Okay. Oh, we have the club. Feel, right. <laughs> <laughs> the virtual club. Right. <laughs> um, but, yes, now you can go on to do 20 more podcasts. Yay. I can do this. Yes. This is good. Yeah. Feet up. Mm-hmm. I should have just brought some tea. But right. Yeah. yeah. That would have been good. Oh, no, no, no tequila. <laughs> no. Maybe later. Yeah. Well, Ooh. I bought some Prosecco. That, there we go. Or like some rosé. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Trader Joe's got me right. <laughs> Trader Joe's. Well, as always, y'all, thanks for listening. I want you to remember that Detroit girls do it better, and we'll be back next year. <laughs> Bye.